right now, you can get 20% off your PFF subscription if you use the code PFF20. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections, data and grades from the entire 2021 season and upcoming 2022 season, and much more. Support PFF and use promo code PFF20 for 20% off your PFF subscription. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is an interesting day today. By far, one of my least favorite days of the year as we just keep approaching this trade, um, you know, the, the cut down deadline, which Tuesday at 1 p.m. is the time. Here we are Monday recording this at 2.15 um, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So We've got right at about 24 hours of just the axe continuing to just chop, chop, chop. It's terrible. I hate it. I, you know, one of my favorite things that I was able to learn as a coach, you know, whenever I first started in my coaching career was celebrate other people's success. You know, if somebody gets promoted over you or whatever, which thankfully never really happened too much to me, but like literally take joy in other people's success and your life you just enjoy life more. Like not only is it just good to celebrate others, but like you personally are going to be a happier person and enjoy life more. And so in almost the exact same fashion, show empathy whenever other people's, you know, things don't go well. And so with over a thousand players getting cut in the next 24 hours, that sucks. Um, you know, thankfully a lot of those will be brought back on practice squad 16, um, for the 49ers will be brought back. But, you know, the, the axe has already started to come down on the 49ers. They've already made several moves. They've cut five players, none of which were really threats. I don't want to say threats. Um, had much of an opportunity to make the 53. They cut cornerback Nate Brooks, who they brought in late. Defensive lineman Ladarius Hamilton, they brought in late. Breland Speaks, the defensive end, brought in late. Um, linebacker Tizino, I thought he played the best of this group, brought in late. And really just one guy that's been here the whole time, that was defensive lineman, undrafted free agent, Spencer Wagey. 
um, who was one of the highest paid North Dakota State guy, uh, nicknamed Superman, really enjoyed breaking him down on our countdowns. But his tape was just so bad. You know, making the transition from defensive end to defensive tackle, he could not anchor. And so pass rush specialist only at the defensive end spot, and he didn't even get pressure really too well. So that was rough. You know, seeing him be cut this early, it kind of says, I don't even know if he's going to be offered to come back on the practice squad, depending on what else is out there, which which sucks. Uh, because I thought that Wagey's path to this team was practice squad first year, compete second year. But the depth at the defensive tackle position, which I thought was the strength of this team, turns out might be fool's gold. Kevin Givens has played awful. Um, you've seen some flashes from Javon Kinlaw, but not consistently great. Marlon Davidson, in my opinion, would be my number three defensive tackle behind my starters. So that spot's weird. Um, that spot's weird. So we've got those five moves. But for the most part, other teams in the NFL, they're moving forward with their cuts much faster than the 49ers. This is what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch do. It's Kyle Shanahan. It's not John Lynch. Um, this is what they do every year. Anything that they can do for a quote-unquote statistical advantage or a time advantage or you know team roster construction advantage, they are going to do it every single time. I want to say thank you to all the countdown crew. What's up, guys? Appreciate y'all uh, coming in. Hashtag CCs. I love it. I love it. You know, the funny thing is, I was planning on doing a giveaway a while ago. Um, it's just not taking place. We announced this Bosa jersey giveaway a while ago. Um, all of our social media platforms or the hashtag CCs are ways to enter. You can enter multiple times. And, you know, this is compliments of an anonymous Patreon supporter, the $40 Rush supporter. And I thought the Bosa deal would be done, but it's just not coming down. And it freaking sucks. I hate it. Now it seems like they're going to wait until Wednesday. So Wednesday is the next mile marker. Um, whatever that is uh, for the Bosa deal. Look at Apex. He says, not to be dumb or stupid. Really, what am I? What's a CC? Hashtag CC is a way to support the show. It means countdown crew. When we hit our show intro and it's doing the countdown, you hear my wife's voice. You know, welcome to the 40 Hours Rush podcast. That's that's Miss Chapman. And it helps us because when you do hashtag CC early, that helps us with the algorithm to be recommended to other people and whatever else. So that helps. Also, it helps you because we do giveaways where we give stuff to you guys. Um, things like a Bosa jersey or T-shirts or whatever else and things along that line. So it's, it's an awesome way. So hashtag CC whenever you hit that subscription bell on the YouTube channel or if you watch on Facebook or if you watch on Twitter or if you watch on um, Twitch, any of those spots, hashtag CC helps us out a lot. So that's what that is. We do giveaways on that. And, uh, yeah, the Countdown Crew, that's what's up. Everybody's showing up strong. Apex says, thanks, guys. Yeah, welcome to the community, brother. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of very, very loyal watchers and stuff, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, good day to you, Randy, the man. Um Marco says, how's the post Lance hangover, John? Yeah, I'm a Niners guy. Again, you know, I don't I don't want to go back and say, like, I really enjoyed it. I think that they handled it well. I don't think so. But that's okay. That That's life. I'm focused on the 53 that we're going to have now. And I think that's the way to handle it. Um, you know, revisionist history is rough. 
And, you know, there was, you know, one of the things that popped up today, not really have, you know, anything about the Lance, but the way in which they handled the Lance trade. Four teams offered picks for Trey Lance. One of those teams was the Lions, the Detroit Lions. I don't know what they offered, a fifth or a sixth. We don't know that information. But the trade went through Friday morning. Well, the Lions played Friday night, and their backup quarterback, Nate Sutfeld, who was with the Niners last year, tore his ACL. And so, you know, immediately I saw that, I was just like, ah, why why did you have to trade Trey so early for so little? Would the Lions have come back with a better offer? You know, I don't know. It, that That game's weird to go back and do that. But that was the first thing I thought, like, why would you sell at the lowest possible? There's still games on today. And I mean, I would much rather prefer to trade Trey Lance to the lions than the Cowboys, but Hey, that's okay. Um, so that's where that is at, but so much good stuff. The 49ers did hold two workouts today. What's up, Grand Asan, the man. Appreciate you. He says, hit that like button, Faithful. Again, another free way to help support the show. Um, just hit that thumbs up button. It helps us out. Free way grow the channel. Uh, much appreciated. Two kickers worked out today for the 49ers. Tristan uh, Vizcaino and Taylor Rusolino. This is where the Niners are now. And again, I think, you know, if you're looking for a way to criticize, this is probably an open window. Not that I'm taking that route. I think this is the correct way to handle this kicker fiasco, right? Um, you've got two kickers out. You got two kickers on your roster anyway, which is weird. You got both of them are out with injuries. Do not go and spend any more capital, whether draft capital or salary cap capital, on a high-end kicker. Uh, do not go pay Robbie Gold. Do not do that. That is a very bad decision after spending a third-round pick on Jake Moody. So I love this option where you bring in cheap, under you know guys that were undrafted. Uh, Rusolino I think was like for the Renegades in the XFL or something. Vizcaino was with us last year for a short time when Robbie was hurt. Bring in the cheapest option possible. Let them have a kickoff, you know, a competition. And if for some reason Jake Moody is not healthy, this should be your option for week one or two. Or three or four. Don't do not overpay any more capital on a kicker position, please. God, it's just that is just such a waste of resources. It's, it's a waste. So, I don't think that either of these two guys will be signed until after Tuesday. Um, but just to have that option, hey, we're going to bring these guys in after we set our initial 53. And that's one of the things that's so important. It sucks whenever people get cut 100%. Doesn't mean the story's over for a lot of those guys, it is. But the initial 53 is going to change immediately like that because they're going to be moving like Ray Ray McLeod, for example. He's going to make the initial 53-man roster. Then he's going on IR. Then we'll bring somebody else in. And so it's going to be in flux. It's going to be a lot of uh, you know churning of this roster and things like that. So just because somebody gets cut, it does suck, and it is terrible. Be empathetic to that doesn't mean the story's over. Milo, what's up, Eddie? He says, good day to all the faithful from Sydney, Australia. Ooh. Love to see that, man. Now, I will say <clears throat> real quick, if we're sticking with this idea of cuts, you're at 90, you got to get to 53. We still got 31 more cuts to go. 31. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, last night, we had our Zoom hangout, which was really, really cool. Um, with what what which I call the brain trust, and we go through and we vote through all these different players and different roster spots, and it was awesome because I try my hardest to just kind of be the overseer, whatever you know, just kind of pay attention and just see how things go because I want to know how everybody else felt. They came up with the fifty three man roster that I love. Disagree with some of the decisions. Um, I, you know, just a couple tidbits from that, the brain trust, they're only keeping two. So they decided to cut Brandon Allen, which I like that decision personally. Um, speaking of what's up, sin, she was, she was by far one of the, one of the ones there that was incredible going to the running back position. That seems pretty obvious last year. The Niners kept six running backs this year. I think it's only five. Um, you know, the fact that they have already waived LeBorn and all those guys and they're gone. CMC, Juice, Mitchell, Mason, TDP. I, I don't know who else. Maybe Jack Coletto, which that was probably one of the difficult decisions for us because when we were done with the 53, these are the people that were right on the fringe. Danny Gray, Jack Coletto, Charlie Warner, Alex Barrett, um, and Deshaun Jameson. Uh, they chose to stay away from Number 22. I, I wore my Longhorn shirt today. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's 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 rough. But whenever you're looking at these rosters, like, you've got, it's a, it's a two-fold, co- like, conversation. One, who do, who's going to make us a better team? Two, who's going to get claimed by others? And you have to kind of play this, ah, he's not going to make it back. He will make it back. Maybe he'll make it back conversation. There's a lot that goes into this. Marco says, what's the deal with Luter Jr.? Is he eligible for the PUP, or would he go on IR? So he would be a PUP candidate. And this is one of the distinctions that I think people struggle with a lot. To qualify for the PUP, there's only one player on the roster for the 49ers that qualifies, and it's Daryl Luter Jr. You have to start training camp on the physically unable to perform list. He did. Mitch Wisnowski did. Those were the only two. You have to stay on that PUP the entirety of, all the way up to the 53-man roster, which he has done. So he can go straight on the pup, does not count against the 53. The 49ers could activate him at any point after four weeks. He has to miss four games. Um, Very similar to what they did with Kalia Davis on the NFI, non-football injury list last year. But the NFI and the pup are the exact same as far as roster limitations. The only difference is... One gets paid a little more than the other. Pup, it's better to be on the pup than the NFI. Um, so hopefully that clears that up. So you get to keep Daryl Luter Jr. He will not cost against a 53. He's the only player for the 49ers that's eligible to go on the pup because Mitch Wisnowski came off. If you come off the pup for a day and go back on, you're not eligible for the pup reserve, um, which is what takes place during the season. I hope that makes sense. Josh says... Zakel should be the first one cut. Yeah, he had a terrible camp. He had a terrible preseason. I think that he will be cut. I also think that the 49ers might keep him. You know, a couple players that I thought 
jumped up. And this is where it gets tough for me. Offensive line is definitely not amazing. <laughs> it's not great, Bob. But I don't think it's bad either. And the first preseason game was scary because Matt Pryor played terrible. John Valenciano played terrible. Zakiel was bad. Poe was bad. It was just like everybody's bad. That's not a starter. I think a lot of those guys elevated their play. I think the last O-line roster spot comes down to one of two guys. And I'm going to ask you guys this. I want to hear your opinion. I want you to put this up in the chat. The last spot, you got to choose one of these and only one. Ilm Manning, the undrafted free agent out of Hawaii. They say they want him at guard. They had a couple injuries, put him out of tackle. He was incredible. He'd be the smallest tackle in the NFL by a considerable margin. And the Niners came out and said, long-term, yeah, we want him back at guard. But what, what are you going to do? Is he going to play ahead of Valenciano? Do you keep up a tackle? Whatever else. Somebody that I think actually has a legit chance to have playing time is Keith Ishmael, who's a journeyman. Probably a little easier to get back on the practice squad. But, you know, he was the number three center. And they moved him to guard to see if he could have that, you know, versatility, which he hasn't had in his career. Holy cow. I thought Keith Ishmael put a back-to-back -back huge games at guard and center. That is somebody that I really, really want to keep. Um, so my question to you, you only get to pick one, Ilm Manning or Keith Ishmael. Uh, which one would you prefer to keep? We'll go through some of those uh, answers here in a second. What's up, Rick? How you doing, man? Appreciate you, buddy. And, you know, I think, <laughs> oh, Randy, this is a hot take. Uh, will Luter eventually be cornerback two this season? I don't think so. That cornerback position, the Deshaun Jameson doing what he did, kind of, you're allowed to just wait on Daryl Luter Jr. Uh, again, I, I think Deshaun Jameson played incredible. Not that this whole year is wasted, but I do not think that they even give Daryl Luter Jr. an opportunity until one or two injuries happen at the cornerback position. And it has to be an outside corner because they want him playing outside. But with Ambry Thomas elevating his play, that made this move even easier to just put him on ice and just stash him. So, yeah, yeah we'll see there. We'll see there. Uh, right here, word on the streets, Bosa is looking for a five-year, $30 million fully guaranteed contract. If that was the case, it would be done right now. You know, again, where the rumors from this are coming from, I don't know, Gregus. I appreciate you, but that is cheap. Now, the fully guaranteed hurts, but Bosa should be getting closer to $34 million a year. Fully guaranteed, that's another thing, but five years, $30 million guaranteed, I would sign that right freaking now. Yeah, because that's... Bosa would be a bargain in two years into that deal. And again, I'm I'm always big on guaranteed contracts for studs. Uh, he he deserves that. So I'd be so happy for that. Um, yeah. Uh, Milo, what's up, man? He says, is there something more to the Bosa holdout than we know? Otherwise, no reason it should be done. We have no idea. John Lynch came out and said, Bosa and his camp want to keep this private. We agreed. We're going to do that. Yeah, I, I would sign $150 million guaranteed. I know you say, yikes, I'd do it right now. Spread out over five years? Yes, go do that right now. And, I, man, that would be such a bargain three years from now. That would be such a bargain. Oh. Now, back to the O-line debate. I said Keith Ishmael or Il Manning. We got uh, B&D. He says, Keith, 
We got Manning, Manning. I'm liking all these. Manning for me. Ooh. Yeah, this is good. This is good. So we're, we're getting, you know, a little bit of that stuff out there. It, I don't think he can go wrong. Il Manning put up some great tape, but he's so small. I don't know what team's going to want him at tackle. There's he'd be he's a small guard. He's six two. He's not even three hundred pounds. Il Manning is tiny for a tackle or for a guard, let alone tackle. It's got to be a Shanahan scheme only that would be interested in him. I'll be honest with you. Kenny says, "Does Law two make the roster?" Nope. That dude's going on season ending IR, um, and that is the best thing for him. Probably not financially because he won't get paid the same, but. That dude wasn't ready. Um, special teams was bad. Blocking was a little better than I expected, but again, he was the worst blocker in all of college football that was a tight end. He was the worst graded blocker of any drafted tight end. Receptions were terrible. Routes routes are good. His routes are good. And he had that one good game. I think that's awesome. But special teams and blocking, drops, fumbles, nah. He, he needs time to simmer. <laughs> just, let him, just let him simmer. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Right here, Josh says, I'm thinking he wants closer to $40 million a year. I would agree with that sentiment. Um, I'd be okay. I'd, I'd be 100% okay with $30 million. But that's just me. That's just me. Now, um, other things that I want to focus today's episode on. Man, we've got our bets of the year out. I am so pumped. Year five. Check this out, guys. So excited to announce for a fifth consecutive year, we are partnering with my bookie. And if you do not bet on the 49ers games, I don't know what you're missing. We have posted profits five consecutive years, and we share the majority of our bets. We'll preview some of those here on the show, um, over on our Patreon account, and on the 49ersrush.com. We will detail all of those. We'll hold your hand. We'll walk you through the process. We'll give you what to bet, how much to bet, all those things. Come along for the ride. And here's the thing that I say the most. This increases your fan experience. All you got to do is go to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and you get up to a $1,000 deposit match on your first initial deposit. Or just click this QR code right next to me if you're watching or the link in the description um, of this audio podcast. They got you covered. As always, with free plays and bonus deposits, there is a rollover that applies, meaning you have to bet a certain amount of times to get that free money, the deposit money out. But we're going to do... If you bet with us, we'll cover that, and hopefully you will make some money. So head over there, mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with mybookie. All right. Uh, excited about bets this year. If you got any questions, always reach out. 49ersrushpodcast at gmail.com. We got you. A couple other roster comments before we jump into some of the bets that we got for the upcoming year. Chris says, please tell me Kidlaw's getting cut. Sorry, Chris. No way that's happening. One, you don't save money. Like even in the trade of, you know, Trey, Trey Lance, you saved nothing this year. It was $900,000. Nothing, pennies. It would be even less for Kinlaw. You don't save money. Um, so you, you've already paid them. Rookie contracts are guaranteed pretty much up front. And the defensive tackles behind them were terrible. Like, Kinlaw played better than Givens by a mile. Um, and I'm fine moving Marlon Davidson up ahead of him, but you're keeping five, six defensive tackles. That's what they did last year. They kept six. He's definitely in that six, and you already paid him. You don't save any money if you cut him. Um, 
And he's a good locker room dude. Everybody loves him. Works really well. And he flashes. You watch the preseason tape. He was a part of two sacks. Now, is that like, oh, man, he's amazing and all this stuff? No, nah, that's not what I'm saying at all. Has he lived up to the hype? Not even close. But what do you get if you cut that guy? You don't get jack squat. And if you look at our defensive tackles, it's rough behind him. Um, so, yeah, he he's not going anywhere. Right here, uh, Farrell, he says, Latu, Isaiah Oliver, and Zakel all got to go. Zakel's gone. Oliver's interesting because his contract, that dude, I mean, he got paid. And so, yeah, that, right here, yeah. Isaiah Oliver contract is guaranteed one year, three million. We lose three million against the cap if he's cut. He's not, yeah. So we're paying him three million. But if you cut Isaiah Oliver, you have to pay more on top of that. So he will, you will get more negative cap hits. So that's why I think all Isaiah Oliver is making it. He's been terrible. There's no doubt about that. Like you cannot, you can't go away from that. It's been really bad. Now, Law 2, you can stash him for a year. He doesn't count against the 53. So not concerned there at all. Um, Logan, yeah, you you and me both, brother. He says, personally, I'd like Braden Willis to make the roster. Yes, yes. If I was keeping three tight ends and I was in charge, thank God I'm not. Kittle, 100%. Braden Willis, Troy Fumagalli. Those are the three I'd keep. Those are the three best tight ends we've had. Charlie Warner, you want to sprinkle him in there with special teams and blocking, and, you know, he's a one-trick pony. That's what he does. Braden Willis, uh, I'm sorry, Roz Dwelly, duct tape, he's got to clear waivers. He's cleared in the past. So even if you're a Dwelly lover, you'd still cut him and then bring him back. Braden Willis looked good start to finish. Training camp, all of them, he was great. Nine showed out. That dude belongs, belongs. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. Farrell Tra says trade Kinlaw for a future draft pick. What are you going to get a sixth? We've got 12 draft picks already next year. I, I don't want to trade. I, I did. I disagree with trading Lance for a fourth uh, one just on the trade itself, but you should have got a player. You need help now. What's 13 draft picks going to do for us next year. I, we need players that help this roster right now. Our window is open. Our window is, is open that that's what i want um yeah that's what i want now uh bets of the year always one of my favorite times of the year you go through and you bet like who's going to win divisions who's going to make playoffs over under win totals we put up 28 bets on patreon and the 49ersrush.com um, those are available now. They're already posted. So if you want to go check those out, that's Jerry Rice tier and above if you want to bet with us. Um, and if not, you don't want to bet with us, that's okay. We'll share a couple bets on here. One of my favorite bets, I, I think there are two elite defensive linemen that qualify for defensive player of the year. And they both got pretty good odds. And they're both playing each other week one, or at least we hope they are. Nick Bosa, obviously the winner last year. TJ Watt was injured. But, you know, last time he was healthy, tied the all-time sack record and missed games. I think one of those two guys would win. And here's my betting philosophy, as always. It's Tony Gwynn, baby. Base hits, small paydays, that gets you where you want to go. Yeah, consistent hits. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not one of those five parlays, bet 10 to win five. I don't do that. That's sucker's bet, in my opinion. I know that's fun, but... 
Everybody always shares, man, I was one bet away from hitting this. And I'm just like, man, that's why they do it to you. I'm consistent. I'm slow. We have posted profits five consecutive years in a row. Uh, we have not had a losing year yet. I don't plan to start now. So I put two players down for a defensive player of the year. So I hedge. If either one of these guys win, we post a profit. TJ Watt, I put five down on him. If that happens, if he wins defensive player of the year, we win 40 bucks. Nick Bosa put five down, you win 50. So we bet 10. But man, those two are the favorites. Obviously, there's others. Michael Parsons, Miles Garrett, I get that. But in my opinion, the two most, how do I say this, disruptive and stat additions and defenses that highlight them, I love those two. I absolutely love those two. And again, just to kind of share my thought on how I bet for best record overall, I put it down on two teams. I put five on the 49ers to have the best record in the NFL. If that happens, you win 45 bucks. If the Chiefs do it, I put five on them as well. That's 22 and a half. So I'm risking 10, going with the favorite. And if the Chiefs do it, then guess what? We double our whatever we bet. And if the Niners do it, we quadruple it. And lots of bets like that. Who makes the playoffs? Who doesn't? Total wins, all that stuff. And, you know, I always get the, you know, oh man, I'm going to start betting with you this year. That just you can bet your own. I don't bet more than five to ten dollars on almost any bet. I, I'm I'm slow and steady. Now a lot of people have reached out to me and donated money back to us and said, "Look, man, you made us a thousand dollars this week. Whatever. I don't bet that much. Um, I, I get pumped for five dollars. That's just me. Uh, so anyway, hopefully you guys bet with us this year. We'll be doing betting specials all year long. And even if you're not into that, that's totally cool. It's it's an interpretation of what's going to happen in the NFL. So that's one reason why we partner with these guys, because I just think it's good content uh, to look out there. Uh, right here, what are the odds for Brock Purdy to win MVP? You are a crazy man. Uh, let me look that up right here. I'm not going to take that bet. But if you wanted to, you got to scroll down a ways. Jimmy Garoppolo's up there. Brock Purdy is plus 4,300, which means if you bet $5, you win 215. So it's basically like 40 times whatever it is you bet. So the odds for Brock Purdy MVP is uh, bet five to win 215. I don't see that in a run-heavy offense, but maybe. Uh, it's, it's not as crazy as you think. Listen to He's got better odds than Kirk cousins. He's right behind Russell Wilson ahead of Kenny Pickett, and Jordan love. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, let, let, let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm not betting that though. Uh, again, that's not my betting strategy. Um, yeah, it's not my betting strategy, but if that's yours, it, betting is entertainment. It's awesome. Whenever you make money every time. But that's what it is. Kevin says, yes, sir. Let's get those bets in. Thanks ahead of time for the wins, John. Yeah. Any bet that I say on this show is my own personal money that I use. So I'm not just saying stuff to say stuff. So anyway, we'll, we'll take that for what you want. Um, right here, winning back-to-back -back defensive players of the year is hard. I'm with you, Thomas. But here's my thing with Nick Bosa. He's got so much more to play for. His number one goal last year, do you know what it was? It was to break the 49ers all-time single-season sack record. 19 and a half by Alden Smith. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. He's got more to fight for. I don't know, man. And that's why I hedge it with TJ Watt. I think one of those two uh, just makes a lot of sense to me. 
Uh, anyway, that <laughs> bet a thousand on that. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you guys are you got some crazy bets in there. I love it. I love it. Oh, what's up, Johan? How you doing? Live from Ireland. There we go. Face green smiling. We got face red smiling over here. That's what I do. Um, Greg says I predict CMC has two thousand all-purpose yards. I ain't mad at that at all. And very similar. This would be the last one I share on here. You can go check out the other twenty plus. For Offensive Player of the Year, I did something similar. I put $5 down on Justin Jefferson. Offensive Player of the Year almost always goes to the non-quarterback because MVP has shifted to quarterbacks only. Offensive Player of the Year is usually the best non-quarterback, right? Cooper Cup, um, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, players like that, Saquon, like players like that. Um, And so I put $5 on Justin Jefferson. $63 $63 if he wins and five bucks on CMC, 73 if he wins. So again, you're betting 10, you can win six to seven times if one of those guys hit. Um, so again, just some different things uh, <laughs> uh, right there. Right here, Jorge says, imagine trading off Buckner and replacing him with Kinlaw. Are you kidding me? That's not fair. Come on, man. It's not just Buckner for Kinlaw. It's three players. You got Jimmy Ward, Eric Armstead, and Ken Law. Um, and I would argue, I, I don't I don't know if that trade worked out for either team. One, the Colts haven't won a playoff game since that trade. But Ward was incredible. Armstead still is contributing. I think that DeForest Buckner is the best of that, no doubt about it. But I don't, I don't, yeah, it's not Buckner for Ken Law. That wasn't how it worked. The contract. And what he got paid was almost exact dollar for dollar, those three other guys. But yeah, I don't think anybody really won that. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just bad. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say there. Um, now, one more, th- a couple more things. Excuse me. There was a transaction that took place today that I really, really, really liked. And I think the Niners would be smart to go get this guy. I'm going to talk about that just after this, but if you're going to a game, you got to come party with us. Going to 49ers games is awesome, but what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community, and we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together, night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. That's what's up. We've got 12 tailgates set up this year. Parties, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be an absolute blast. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, one of the, I I think the highest early on, the Buccaneers released a six-round pick defensive end, Jose Ramirez. Now, if you guys have been with us all offseason, you know I was huge on this guy. Well, I say huge. I had a fifth to seven. I had a six-round grade on him. He was my edge 27, but I really like this kid. Um, do I like him enough? Like, who would I drop for him? That's the question. He's 6'1", 242, so he's super, super short, but explosive, great first step. Light D forward was my athletic comp for him. Um, Uchenna and Wosu for Seattle is a, at how he plays. I think he's a hell of a player. Not sure I would put in a claim for him on the 53, but man, I would love that dude on the practice squad. Are you kidding me? 
Um, I would love that. So that's the first name that I saw come up where I was like, let's pay attention to this guy. Um, rookie, put him in Chris Kucerik, let him develop. Again, I don't want to put a roster claim on him, but I do want him on the practice squad. So that's where we are right here. I thought he was 6'3", 215, says Dan. He was till he went to the combine. Went to the combine, and uh, those inflated numbers always get brought down. In the history of combine everything, nobody is taller than what they have in the uh, their college programs. So yeah, that's just what it is. And I'll be honest with you. I, I've, I've been a part of that um, on the low end where I say, like, at, at the high school level, you go through and you're like, all right, Jeff, what's your height and weight you want in the program? Uh, 6'2", 220? Really? Uh, you can barely ride a roller coaster, Jeff. Let's be a little bit more honest. Let's bring it down. You're 5'10", you weigh 195. All right, Coach, that's cool. Like, that's kind of how those things go. It's And really, it benefits the player to get on the radar from doing that at the high school level, the college level, because people see 6'3", 215, and they're like, ooh, all right. Uh, so anyway, I hope that makes sense. Right here, Niners Nation says, B. John Robinson for Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's pretty high on the odds there, to be honest with you. Um, let me see. I, I think he's, yeah, he's plus 265. He has the best odds. Um, so you're not going to get much of a return there. Bet five to get 13 back. But yeah, he's the odds on favorite. Uh, there, there's no no doubt about that. Uh, <laughs> Dempster says, why not say you're 6'5 then? Yeah, a lot of people do. One of my favorite things about the combine, which I'm a nerd, this applies to nobody but me probably. I have never seen an Alabama player come in at his height, ever. It is two inches below whatever they have listed. Alabama inflates their numbers more than any other program. And, you know, I think this is another huge reason why the Niners can't stand Nick Saban is, you know, he lied to us about Reuben Foster and all that stuff, and they do all their own work. That's why every year when the Niners have their meetings, they have two to three meetings with every Alabama player because they just do not trust the coaching staff. And whenever they talked about um, the Alabama player they got this year, they mentioned Steve Sarkeesian the Texas coach who was at Alabama, because again, they do not trust Nick Saban. Uh, that, that's what it is. So anyway, uh, I'm John Chapman, the six, five podcast host <laughs> of the 49ers rush podcast. That's just the way that it is right uh, now. It, so there's going to be a lot more transactions and, you know, it's par for course when every single time, you know, somebody gets cut, Everybody comes out and says Niners should pick him up. Niners should pick him up. And I'm guilty of that a lot of times. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So hold your breath. Hang in there. It's going to be a rough 24 hours. Wayne and I will be live tomorrow at 10. So uh, expect us. Come back. Party with us. And until that time, really want to say just thank you guys. You are the absolute best. And if you want to go watch some film over on Patreon and the 49ersRush.com, we've got film breakdowns up of the entire preseason game. Those are up now, so go check those out and get those bets in. But until next time, you are the best. Stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.